word we don't like to hear, a word we don't like to practice. One of the hardest things for us to do is wait. The only other word probably being no that we don't like to hear, uh, the only other word that causes such a violent reaction in us is no to the word wait. We don't like to wait. It's not at the top of our list of things to do, whether it's waiting for God to heal us physically, whether it's waiting for God to help us financially, whether it's waiting for God to mend our marriage, whether it's waiting for God to restore a relationship, whether it's waiting for God to change us, others, or circumstances, whether it's waiting for God to provide us with a job, whether it's waiting for God to provide us with a better job, whether it's waiting for God to answer our prayer, whether it's waiting for God to end our trial, our pain, our suffering, we hate to wait. Warren Wiersbe, a Bible scholar and author, said this, the ability to calm your soul and wait before God is one of the most difficult things in the Christian life. Our old nature is restless and the world around us is frantically in a hurry. But a restless heart usually leads to a reckless life. God is teaching us to delight ourselves in him in this new year. David said in Psalm 37, verse 4, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. God wants us to be glad in him. God wants us to find our joy and our happiness and our fulfillment in him. God wants us to delight in our giving to him. God wants us to delight in our growing in him. God wants us to delight in our going for him. God also wants us to delight in our waiting with him. You see, we wait with God, not on God, because God is with us by the presence and power of his Holy Spirit in us. One of the most challenging things for us to do as followers of Jesus Christ on a day-by-day basis is to delight in the Lord as we wait with the Lord. David understood this, which is why he encouraged us on three different occasions in Psalm 37 to wait with the Lord. David encouraged us to wait expectantly. In Psalm 37, in verse 7, David said, Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way, by the person who carries out evil plans. David said, don't get upset, frustrated, agitated with those who are prospering, those who seem to prosper and at the same point in time are doing evil, those who are not doing the right things, those who are not living the right way. Don't get agitated or frustrated when they seem to prosper. Instead, David said, be silent before the Lord. That literally means rest in the Lord. Wait expectantly for the Lord. Relax in the Lord. And wait expectantly. Watch for God to do what God will do, which is always best for us and those around us. David also challenged us to wait confidently with the Lord. In verse 32 of chapter 37, David said, The wicked one lies in wait for the righteous and intends to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in the power of the wicked one or allow him to be condemned when he is judged. David encouraged us to wait confidently in the Lord because the Lord is our defender, our protector, our refuge, our strength. And then David also encouraged us to uh, wait obediently with the Lord. In verse 34, David said, wait for the Lord and keep his way. 
and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will watch when the wicked are destroyed. It encourages us to wait obediently. As we wait with the Lord in obedience to the Lord, we are blessed by the Lord, which allows us to delight in the Lord. Notice, David told us how to wait, not how long to wait. We wait with the Lord as long as the Lord wants us to wait with the Lord. The question we need to answer this morning is, how can we delight in our waiting with the Lord? How can we be glad in God's waiting room? How can we delight in our waiting with our great and awesome and almighty Heavenly Father? Thankfully, God gives us some answers to this question in His Word. Open your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 39. We're going to go back to the beginning, Genesis chapter 39. We're going to learn a little bit more this morning about delighting in the Lord as we wait with the Lord through the example of our Old Testament friend, Joseph. A quick bio and background on Joseph so we will be prepared and know what's going on as we get into this passage or where we will jump in to this passage uh, in regards to it unfolding in the course of Scripture. Joseph was the 11th son of Jacob. Joseph's mother was Rachel. Joseph was the favorite son of Jacob. Jacob gave Joseph a robe or a coat of many colors to signify that he was the favorite. Joseph's older brothers, his 10 older brothers, as you can well imagine, hated Joseph because they knew he was their father's favorite and because of Joseph's insistence on sharing his dreams with his brothers and particularly the dream that he had where his brothers were bowing down to him. They didn't take too kindly to that dream. And so instead of killing Joseph, his brothers sold Joseph to a group of Midianite traders. The Midianite traders took Joseph down to Egypt, and they sold Joseph to Potiphar, an important officer in Pharaoh's court. Potiphar was the captain of Pharaoh's guard, Pharaoh being the king of Egypt. God was with Joseph. God's hand of blessing was on Joseph while Joseph was in Egypt in Potiphar's house. Everything that Joseph did, God blessed. Everything his hands touched, God blessed. God gave Joseph success in everything he did. Potiphar saw this. And Potiphar promoted Joseph and put Joseph in charge of his entire household, all that he owned. Said, Joseph, you, you run this place. It's all yours. The only problem Joseph had in this particular moment was that Miss Potiphar really liked Joseph a lot. Say a lot. She liked him a lot. So much so that she wanted to go to bed with him. She wanted to sleep with him. And she made this known to Joseph over and over again. Joseph resisted her invitations every single time. Well, Miss Potiphar finally got mad at Joseph, and she falsely accused Joseph to Mr. Potiphar. Potiphar didn't like what he heard. He became furious. He became angry, and he had Joseph thrown in prison. So in Genesis 39, we'll pick up in verse 19. When his master heard the story, his wife, Miss Potiphar, told him, the master being Potiphar, these are the things your slave did to me. He was furious 
and, and had him thrown into prison where the king's prisoners were confined. So Joseph was there in prison. Joseph waited with God in prison for over two years before God let him out. Note, Joseph did nothing wrong, but found himself in prison for over two years. Joseph was familiar with delighting in the Lord and his waiting with the Lord. Joseph is someone that we can look at and we can glean encouragement from the Holy Spirit of God through the example of Joseph in particular as he waited with the Lord there in prison. So let's look at some things that we can learn from Joseph in regards to delighting in the Lord in our waiting with the Lord. No doubt many of us, if not all of us, are in a season of waiting. In some area of our lives, we're in a season of waiting. And maybe we're good with that, or maybe we're real frustrated with that, or maybe we're somewhere in the middle within our emotional state. There is no doubt that God's going to bring us opportunities this day and this week to minister to folks who are in a season of waiting. I know this because God's brought us here this morning, and this is what God's prepared for us. And his word never returns void. It always accomplishes the plans and purposes he has set for it. So this is for us. Uh, but this is going to also be for those that God places around us this week. And so these points are vitally important for what God is doing in our lives and wants to do through our lives today and this week. So let's look at these points. Number one, as we wait, keep walking. As we wait, keep walking. Joseph walked by faith in God in prison. Joseph knew God was with him. When his brothers threw him in a pit. Joseph knew God was with him when his brothers sold him to the Midianite traders. Joseph knew God was with him when the Midianite traders took him to Egypt and sold him to Potiphar. Joseph knew God was with him when he was in Potiphar's household. Joseph knew God was with him when he was thrown into prison. Joseph demonstrated his faith in God by his obedience to God. Joseph was obedient to God in Potiphar's house, and Joseph was obedient to God in prison. Joseph even went so far as to tell the king's cupbearer, when the king's cupbearer got thrown into prison, I have done nothing wrong, nothing that would certainly justify me being thrown into prison. And we know God blessed Joseph's faith in him and obedience to him in chapter 39 verse 21 but the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him he granted him favor with the prison warden as Joseph walked by faith in God Joseph recognized God's presence with him Joseph recognized God's kindness to him Joseph recognized God's favor on him with the prison warden. Joseph recognized God's blessings for him and his success for him in everything he did, both in the household and in the prison. As we wait with God, we must keep walking by faith in God. We must keep walking by faith in God. Hebrews eleven six tells us now without faith it is impossible to please God it is impossible for us to please God apart from faith in God it is impossible for you 
It is impossible for me to please God apart from faith in God. We see Joseph and his testimony of faith in God in the midst of his waiting circumstances. God wants us to continue waiting with him. And as we do, he wants us to walk by faith in him. You see, walking by faith in God reminds us that God is with us. As we walk by faith in God on a day-by-day basis, especially in those times of waiting with God, we recognize God's presence with us. We recognize God's kindness to us. We recognize God's favor and grace on us. We recognize God's blessings for us. As we walk by faith in God, we delight in the Lord as we wait with the Lord. If you're in a time of waiting, God wants you to understand this key point. Keep walking. Keep walking. Again, we're reminded in this passage, in this example of Joseph, Joseph did nothing wrong. And yet Joseph found himself in God's waiting room. And so we need to understand when we find ourselves in God's waiting room, whatever the case may be, whatever the specific circumstance may involve, we must keep walking by faith in God. But secondly, as we wait, we must keep depending. Keep depending. As we wait with God, we keep walking with God. As we wait with God, we keep depending on God. Joseph depended on God while he waited with God in prison. Joseph depended on God for the power to wait with God. Joseph depended on God for the power to walk by faith in God. Joseph depended on God for the interpretation of dreams. He depended on God to provide him with the interpretation of dreams. We know in this passage that God blessed Joseph while he was there in the prison. And the prison warden put Joseph over the entire prison. The prison warden didn't care about anything that happened there because he knew Joseph was in charge. He knew everything was going to be okay. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, got upset with his cupbearer and with his baker and had them thrown into prison. And the prison warden made sure that Joseph would be the one to specifically care for and watch over the king's cupbearer and baker while they were in prison, knowing that they were a little bit different level of importance from the other prisoners because they were Pharaoh's own cupbearer and and baker. So Joseph ministered to them. He took care of them while they were there in prison. And one day Joseph saw that the cupbearer and the baker were distraught, the scripture says. They were discouraged. They were sad. It was all over their face. Joseph could tell something was different. Something wasn't right. And so he asked him, what's going on? What's happening? Why do you look the way you look? And in chapter 40, in verse 8, we read, We had dreams, the cupbearer and baker said to Joseph, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, Don't interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. Joseph depended on God to interpret the dreams of the cupbearer and baker for him, which God did. And so we see, once again, 
as we wait with the Lord, we need to keep walking by faith in the Lord. As we wait with the Lord, we need to keep depending on the Lord. We need to keep depending on Him, moment by moment, day by day, step by step. Depending on the Lord means drawing near to the Lord rather than drifting away from the Lord. Depending on the Lord means we draw near to the Lord rather than drifting away from the Lord. As we wait with the Lord, we're going to walk by faith in God, and we're going to continually draw near to God so that we can depend on God. Hebrews eleven six tells us now, without faith, it is impossible to please God since the one who what draws near to him. The one who draws near to him in dependence on him. And so we see, once again, from this testimony, as we are in our times of waiting with the Lord, we must depend on the Lord. We depend on the Lord as we draw near to the Lord. We depend on the Lord to continue to sustain us in our times of waiting. We must depend on God for the power to wait with God. We must depend on God for the power to walk by faith in God. We must depend on God for the power to walk in obedience to God. We must depend on God for the power to depend and draw near to God. We must depend on God for the power to resist the temptation to get mad at God and turn away from God instead of waiting with God. We must depend on God for the power that we need to wait with Him instead of getting mad at Him and turning away from Him and taking matters into our own hands as if there is a clock in the waiting room that we wait for this period of time, and then if God doesn't move us, then it's up to us. we got to go and take matters into our own hands. We know that's not true. And so we continue to wait with God. And as we do, we're going to walk with Him. We're going to depend on Him. As we wait, the third truth we see, as we wait with God, we must keep believing. As we wait, keep believing. Joseph believed in God as we waited with God in prison. He kept believing in God as he waited with God in prison. As the days turned into weeks, which turned into months, which turned into years, he kept not just walking with God, and not depending on God, but he kept believing in God. He continued to believe, and God continued to sustain and bless him. Pharaoh, as we continue in the story, as you know the testimony, Pharaoh continued on, and then Pharaoh had a dream. One evening he had a dream and he couldn't interpret the dream. He couldn't understand the dream. It bothered him. He was frustrated. So he called in his magicians, his diviners, his wise men. He called in all of his folks and he said, hey, interpret the dream for me. And none of them could. They couldn't interpret the dream for him. And so he just got more and more frustrated, more and more angry. And it was at that point in time that the king's cupbearer went, oh, yes. He remembered good old Joe. You see, when the cupbearer was in the prison, Joseph interpreted the cupbearer and the baker's dreams, and the interpretations came true. The cupbearer was restored to his position. The baker lost his life. And it was at that moment the cupbearer went, Oh, I totally forgot. He even asked me to remember him, and I forgot him. He remembered Joseph. He remembered Joseph interpreted his dream, and the baker's dream. He remembered their interpretations came true. And so he went to Pharaoh, the cupbearer, and he said, listen, king, there's a guy. His name is Joseph. He 
interprets dreams. Pharaoh had Joseph brought in. Joseph got cleaned up. He had Pharaoh had Joseph brought into him, and Pharaoh said, I need you to interpret my dream. Chapter 41, beginning in verse 15. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and no one can interpret it. But I have heard it said about you that you can hear a dream and interpret it. I am not able to, Joseph answered Pharaoh. It is God who will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Joseph believed God would interpret Pharaoh's dream for him, and God did. Joseph believed God's interpretation would come true, and it did. You see, Joseph believed God was a good and faithful God. Joseph believed God was working in him and around him, even in his waiting with him. Joseph believed God knew what he was doing. Joseph believed God would help him, and God did. Just make note, if you're taking notes, just make note. Waiting with God tests our belief in God. Waiting with God tests our belief in God. The longer God asks us to wait, the more our enemy lies to us and tells us God's not a good God. God's not at work in you. God doesn't love you. God doesn't care about you. God's not listening to you. God's not going to help you. God's not going to change you. God's not going to change your circumstances. God's not going to change others. God is not going to do anything for you. You see, waiting with God tests our belief in God. And that's the way God desires it. God desires that testing to take place. So that through that testing, we will come out stronger and wiser than we were before. And so as we wait with the Lord, we must, we must keep believing in the Lord. We must continue to believe in the Lord. Again, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Now without faith it is impossible to please God. There's walking with God by faith. Since the one who draws near to him, there's the depending must believe that he exists. There's the believing. There's the believing. You see, we must believe in God as we wait with God. We must believe that God exists. We must believe God is who he says he is. We must believe God's a good God. We must believe God's a faithful God. We must believe God's a trustworthy God. We must believe God's a loving God as we wait with the Lord. We must believe God is at work in us. We must believe God is at work around us. We must believe God is at work through us because he is. As we wait with the Lord, we must believe God knows what he's doing because he does. We must believe God will help us because he will. You see, we're able to wait with the Lord. And we're able to actually delight in our waiting as we keep walking, as we keep depending and drawing closer and closer to him, as we keep believing in the Lord. And then as we wait, we keep praying to the Lord. We keep praying. We must keep praying as we wait with the Lord. We know that Joseph prayed to God as he waited with God in prison. We know he prayed with God. We know he talked to God while he waited with God in prison. Well, how do we know that? Well, we know because God gave Joseph the interpretation of the dreams of Pharaoh and of Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker. So we know there was communication 
We know there was prayer from Joseph. As he was waiting with God, he was praying to God. He was talking to God. We also know Joseph prayed because if you look into the book of Acts, and we've been looking at this over these past several weeks, if you look into the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 7, Luke was writing in Acts chapter 7, and he was sharing the testimony of Stephen, who was brought before the Sanhedrin. And as Stephen was brought before the Sanhedrin, as he was giving testimony, Stephen gave basically a a background, a summary of the Old Testament. And in that summary, in that address to the Sanhedrin, the Jewish religious council, the Jewish Supreme Court, if you will, we know that Stephen went back and he talked about Joseph. And he said that Joseph was a man that God had given his favor to and wisdom to. Joseph was a man blessed by God's favor and wisdom. And we know wisdom comes from God. We know all wisdom comes from God. So we know and understand that there was no doubt as Joseph waited with God, he was praying to God. God heard and answered his prayers. God gave him wisdom. God gave him the interpretation of the dreams. James has told us, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given. And so we know in our times of waiting, we must keep praying to God. Again, Hebrews eleven six. now without faith, it is impossible to please God. Keep walking by faith in our times of waiting. Since the one who draws near to him, keep depending on God in our times of waiting. Must believe that he exists. Keep believing in God as we wait with God. And that he rewards those who seek him. One of the greatest ways we seek God is through prayer to God. God wants us to pray. God hears and answers our prayers. God's answers to our prayers are always best for us. It doesn't matter if God's answer to your prayer is yes or no or wait and grow. His answers are best. As the psalmist told us in Psalm 138 and verse 3, On the day I called, you answered me. You increased strength within me. As we wait with God, we must keep praying to God. As we pray to God, God will answer us. And as we pray to God, He will increase strength within us. But here's the best part. He will not increase our strength within us. He will increase his strength within us. And it is his strength in us that we need. It is his strength in us that allows us to delight in him as we wait with him. Moment by moment, step by step, day by day. In his two plus years of waiting with the Lord in prison, I want you to see this. God was preparing Joseph for what he had planned for Joseph. In those two years, as Joseph is waiting, God was preparing Joseph for what he had planned for Joseph. We see the results of the plan. 
Genesis 41, beginning in verse 37. The proposal pleased Pharaoh, that meaning that Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dream. The proposal pleased Pharaoh and all Pharaoh's servants. And Pharaoh said to them, can we find anyone like this? Speaking of Joseph, a man who has God's spirit in him. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one as discerning and wise as you are. You will be over my house and all my people will obey your commands. Only I as king will be greater than you. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, see, I am placing you over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand, put it on Joseph's hand, clothed him with fine linen garments, and placed a gold chain around his neck. He had Joseph ride in his second chariot. And servants called out before him, make way. So he placed him over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and no one, will be able to raise his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt without your permission. God, as only God could do, promoted Joseph from the pit to the prison to the palace. God's plan for Joseph was for Joseph. For those around Joseph and for all those God wanted to bless and encourage through Joseph. Joseph acknowledged this when he later said in chapter 50, to his brothers, after they had moved their whole family to Egypt to be with Joseph. You planned evil against me, Joseph said to them, but God planned it for good. To bring about the present result, which is the saving of many lives. God had to take Joseph through his time of waiting so that God could prepare Joseph to be used by God in amazing ways. God is at work in us. And God's plan for us includes times of waiting. And in our times of waiting with the Lord, just know that when God brings us into his waiting room, when we find ourselves waiting with the Lord, God is at work in us and God is preparing us for what he has planned for us. But you see, what he has planned for us requires that he take us through times of waiting. And as we delight in our waiting with the Lord, we are able to see the plan of the Lord unfold for our lives. You see, God's plan for us is for us, it's for those around us, 
But God's plan for us is also always for those God wants to bless and encourage through us. And so God, at times, will ask us to wait with him. And as we do, we know that God is with us. We know that God is working in us and around us and through us. We know God will bring us through our time of waiting, stronger in our faith in him and more effective in our witness for him. So let's delight in the Lord in our waiting with the Lord. And as we wait with the Lord and as we delight in the Lord while waiting with the Lord, we know that we know that we know according to Scripture and according to our own testimony and our own walk with the Lord. Our God is never early. Our God is never late. Our God is always on time. And His time is always the right time. He's at work trusting while you delight in your waiting with Him. May I ask you to bow in prayer.